0: have you seen your toes your toes are jacked up you have ashy, well, first of all, the ashy is feet the and what i know you can't you out of all people
1: can't talk about hello
0: ash. everybody brecy here today we are with a bunch of shit talkers really is who we're talking to yeah so uh i had to turn on the music because one of my buddies is talking a lot of smack right now uh talking the, the, truth, the original actually. the og ashy toe legend nnc visuals i'm like trying lotion. to find lotion that starts with an n or a C. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the f- where are we going with this
1: what is going on i mean he said no knee. Knee starts with a k so obviously you're already we're, we're just going based on how it sounds we're not trying to be technical this is not a technical channel well uh, anyway um if you want to talk about ash you should talk to every i'm sure we can call up any one of your models and they'll tell you straight up that you come to like every one of your photo shoots with shorts on and no lotion like i come ash. comfy i am comfortable
0: and if it's who do i have to impress i got no one to it's impress not even
1: about impressing anybody what you said you're sitting here talking about how ashy toes first of all you have never seen my toes and if you have that's questionable and then second of all like you are like the king of ash Oh, come
0: Remember on. Remember that
1: photo shoot that we did? And we was like, hey, we want snowflakes. And we had you like scratch your legs in front of you. <laughs> <him. laughs> on that note, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a
0: pleasure. I wish I wish I had better guests. All right. So uh, I apologize for those of you tuning into this. Uh, Nolan apparently is super, super rude. He didn't even introduce who our special guest on today's show is.
1: He needs no introduction. This is the Anthony, the king of Boudoir. I mean, what what else is there to say? I mean, he's he, he's well known. He's the kind of guy who can get his account hacked and and shut down, and then like have more followers than he had before by starting a new IG account. So, he's Ooh, an that's awesome true. Guy.
2: Not- I'm not sure how to respond to all this, but I'll just uh, <laughs> sure I'll take it. Sure, I'll take
1: it. Which part, the <laughs> so, king of Budor or the the Ashy? I mean, we we've kind of covered a lot
2: already. I think I think it was just you two that were Ashy. I was just
0: the king. So that is offensive.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs>
0: offended. <laughs> that that's not PC, man. You don't. All right. Anyway,
1: let's move <laughs> on. So, Nolan, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited for our, our podcast. I'm excited to have my friends. Well, actually, Anthony's my friend because Brett said he has no friends in the industry. So I'm glad to have my friend and my coworker worker uh, on the podcast today. So I'm happy. You are I'm just good. spicy
0: today. What is going on with you? You are spicy. I said no such thing and you were making up stories.
1: Oh, you just didn't post that such thing. That's what that was.
0: Hey, if you have proof <laughs> of something I've said, then I, I challenge you to post it because th- I said that I
1: love all people. That's not what you said. And I'm That's something I, don't I say have every the proof single day. I say I love You all took people. all the evidence. See, this is no. this is why we need another guest because you this is this is going nowhere. What's up, Anthony? How are you doing, brother? It's good. I'm recording on my name, just so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm telling you right now, if you if you make sure you record everything on your end, because Brett will take it all and then he'll claim that he said nothing that he said because that's he who he is. So apparently
0: this show is getting off to a really, really rocky start. This is, this is not how, <laughs> how things are supposed to go. Um, so I will get us back forward. on track. So Anthony, uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. And just so, so those of you at home listening or in your cars, uh, this, this, this podcast is about all things and, and no things. There's really uh I I don't know. We talk about a lot of random stuff. That's kind of symbolic of what photographers do. You know, a lot of photographers, they're, they're kind of nerdy with their gear but, uh, the thing that I've found is most enjoyable is when you can connect with others in your same industry and talk about really interesting topics um because sometimes photography by itself can get kind of boring to talk about you know see so if you talk to Nolan, I mean just nonstop the dude talks nonstop gear stuff it's i've I've been so excited to have Anthony on this chat because we get to actually have a conversation that's that's not boring so Anthony, thank you for joining us today <laughs> for one. And now uh, we're decided? gonna talk I don't about know if I
2: can increase the spice after what Nolan bought already. Oh, oh, yeah, you can.
0: Once I get you started, I know. Oh, do not oh, make boy. that man moan because that's that's <laughs> that's troublesome. That's it, it hurts my ears. Um, we're gonna talk about Nolan's favorite topic. Actually, we're gonna talk about uh, AI about this big surge that is uh, that's been overtaking social media, uh, specifically ChatGPT, GPT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what do you know about it, and what are your thoughts on it?
2: uh i have two thoughts on it one i hate it i don't think we should do it and two it's coming no matter what so we might as well do it this i love this, <laughs> we, we... I love this yes. So i mean honestly we either we either take advantage of it in the beginning or we get left behind ai is going to do what it's going to do no matter what what no matter we agree whether we agree with it or not so we either take advantage of it and try to get ahead or we just sit back and watch other people do it. That's how I feel.
0: Now, have you started implementing, you know, AI in your workflow? Like, oh, have yeah. you embraced it. it?
2: Oh yeah, I use it for captions. I use it for landing pages. I'm creating blogs now using using AI. Uh, side note: I have somebody somebody that I'm mentoring. She put in for a job at a college to teach photography, and she used uh, ChatGTP to fill out the application and she got the job (laughs) wow that that tells you a little bit about how good it's doing so
0: wow that's that's impressive i I think think so nolan so how 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 can you hate on that nolan look people are being employed because of ai
1: nolan hates it just because it just listen just because it's something that is new and popping right now doesn't mean i have to enjoy it yes i get it that for business and the way we are right now, that it's something that you want to get on to the bandwagon. But I just don't think so. I just think that it's detrimental to the humanism of what we do. I mean, Anthony was really like when we used to post back in the day and and, and do um, like posts like we even though it was painful, even though it was painful to write a caption it came from the heart. It it talked to you about the the uh, the model and the client, what they've gone through, the journeys that they've gone through. You can't do that in Chappie GPT. There's no humanism from it. All you do is say, "Hey, talk about uh, how to be a powerful woman," and it just spits out this robotic answer, and then you put it in as your own. I just think it takes away a lot from what we are good at and what we do and what makes us great photographers is our interaction with the client is our way that we can take what a client's been through and put it out there and i just think that ai is taking a lot of the personalism person is that a word personalism personalization personal it just takes it it just takes a lot I, I just can't i can't i can't deal with it i mean do i have i used it before yes i've used it before just trying to get into the motion with everybody else, like Anthony said. Um, But I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like how fast it's going. And I just think it's one of those things that we don't understand right now. And if, if we don't be careful, it could go bad. So I I agree.
2: I mean, I do agree with that point. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, finish over.
2: I, I agree with that, but I, Excuse me. I I have to say a couple things. I think that if you use chat GTP GPT uh correctly and you get good at it, it does start to become your voice a little bit. It starts to learn who you are. And yes, that's scary. That's what's scary. At the same time, I think this is just my view but i think maybe somebody starting out learning who their brand is right yeah they have to put in those hours <clears throat> they have to put in those hours to figure out who they are and who their voice is but once they're able to you once they start to figure that out i think that chat gpt is a good tool to streamline just to streamline things and minimize the amount of time that they have to spend on they have to spend on there i would much rather have chat GPT, kind of start to figure out how I like my to word my captions. And then I could spend more time actually reaching out to people on social media than me spending a half hour, 45 minutes trying to figure out how this caption is going to be. And I just say that because it, like this last week has been all about, there's this work life, uh, the subject with me and the people that I coach is this work life balance. And I think that we're at a point that we need some people, some of us get a point that we need to figure out how to do a better job of that. I think Jet GPT is a good way to help with that.
1: I, again, I, for business, I love it. I love it for business. Yes. For business. It scares me. I mean, did you yeah. hear about the guy who, who, who had a, like a two hour or six hour long conversation with it? And then it was telling them that it loved him and, that it was finding ways to uh become self aware um and that it was like uh, going to start getting like launch codes like it was it was like a guy from like the New York Times had a full on conversation with Chat GPT and it went into Terminator mode. It went into like fucking what what do you call it? Uh, what was it? Oh the, I know what I know what you're saying. Uh... uh what was what was the like the AI in Terminator? What's uh, the name of that shit? Well,
2: I don't remember Skynet. the answer, like, Skynet. That's yes. what. I, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what just I. I, I can't lie. Light. the The personal human side of me thinks about that stuff, uh, and I, I, and I say that because, sure, we've got intelligent people that are building this stuff, but the truth is, is intelligent people. A lot of times, intelligence comes with ego, and they think that they can control that stuff. And I don't think. Uh, I, yeah. That I'll, I'll just say that that worries me. Mm-hmm. In with that said. I am not someone who's going to go stand out on the street and start picketing against it. I just know that's not who I am. So either I do something about it or I kind of take advantage of it is how I feel. So, I mean, GPT,
0: right? do you think that the, the AI has the ability to, to save memories? So say for that example that you gave, how, how one person had a conversation where the conversation led to, you know, this, this fake, romantic launch code, whatever you described. Well, once that chat ends, then it's like, okay, it's wiped clean. And then there's another conversation, right? Because there's millions of people using this platform. It took five days for, for a million subscribers to sign up for Chat GPT, So there's a million conversations going on at any given time. And that's, that's from, from day one. So now there's multiple millions of conversations. So let's say that that one person had that conversation. One convo that could have kind of led astray, uh, as part of a hundred million conversations that are going on at the same time. So it's a, a super tiny, very, very minuscule, you know, percentage of of what the overall so let's say that Chat GPT, the, the central hub, right? Say it's like one core brain, right? Hosting all of these different conversations. If if there's a rogue conversation. Going that way, unless you know ten percent of the conversations are all on the that same wavelength, you know, I I kind of see it as hard for that to shift or the mold AI's personality, you know, because in in general AI is is not going to have those conversations because they've been, you know, there's there's some safeguards that have been put in place, you know, for for AI to not be offensive, to not say this, you know, it, it's oh. Yeah. Very, very censored, you know? Um, Is it possible that they so. could go kind of crazy? I mean, anything's possible, but... You, know, you always hear all those one-off stories, you know, which makes you really fearful. And the one-off stories don't add up compared to all of the beneficial things that AI can do. You know, it can get someone a job, you know? Yeah. Um, it can... There's- so I was
2: just going to say there's it's actually creating there's new positions. I don't know if you guys have noticed now, but there's new positions on using AI. So yeah. now you can hire someone just to give what are the words the the, the prompts, prompts mm-hmm. to AI. Uh that was a job that was that wasn't there probably 6 months ago. Yeah. Now, and now people are hopping on that. That's yeah. And now that's something people could do from their home again. So <clears throat> Yeah, I just As one uh, job
0: is is replaced, it, it another job opens up. You know, and in skill sets, you know, they always say that it's going to replace, you know, copywriters. So now look at all these people that won't have a job. Well, if they're lazy, yeah, they won't have a job. But a copywriter who has mastered the the arts of using the uh, the English language or the human language, that's someone that is primed to be uh someone that is a, you know, that can get the maximum out of AI by using different phrases and terminology and prompts. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think there's always opportunities someplace else. I mean, the tractor replaced I mean, farmers back in the day, you know, and then tractors led to people needing jobs to fix the tractors. You know, every new advancement in technology is going to result in, you know, new needs for employment. Nolan's just I mean, not a fan. He's been way. watching Terminator way too way too
1: much. Well, I just watched Megan, which is just another reason why. Oh, I did like you? This, yes. Well, I mean, I, I watched, it watched it when it first came out, but it's on Peacock now, so you can watch it if you have Peacock. But I just... So the job situation is another thing. I just feel like, and, and obviously we're talking about chat GPT, so we're not talking about like the industry as a whole in the United States and what AI could do potentially for the industry. That's a whole other conversation. So just talking about chat GPT as it, as it sits with the stuff, how many times have you had a conversation or you've done something and then you go into your Instagram and the thing that you were talking about pops up? Like, everybody always talks about Big Brother and stuff like that. That's what I see. Like, so that one conversation that that guy had with Chad GPT was he 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 knew what he was doing. I, I know that he started kind of going down the rabbit hole because, it, like he said, it was like a six or seven hour conversation that he had to was his thing. Of, of course <laughs> it's going to lead off into something crazy, right? so when you're talking about us using ChatGPT, is it going to happen as soon as it happened with that no but do do i believe that the ai can become self-aware as far as and starts doing all of his conversations with chat as far as his captions and his websites and all this other stuff eventually the ai the job of the ai is to become more centralized on the person using it right so what's going to prevent that AI from doing this down the line? You know, I mean, obviously I have my gold, you know, my tinfoil hat on today, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's just how I feel. I just feel like, yeah, we're not seeing the things now. Then we don't know who's who's operating Chat, chat GPT. Like everybody talks about, you know, no offense to China or whatever when we come to these things. But, you so know, why'd you look at me when people, you say that? Well, come on, son. I know you're Korean. Don't even start trying to make me out to be the bad guy. No. For um, those of you that are not watching this on video, you
0: straight up looked in my direction, all the way from <laughs> California. Oh, see, just like that. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I, was,
1: <laughs> I was, I was about to go somewhere, but I forgot we were being recorded. So, <laughs> yeah, people are <laughs> gonna see this. I was definitely about to take it there, but. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, generally, like I said, I just think, is it beneficial for business? Is it something because it's so brand new as creators, as businessmen that we should be a part of? I think we should play around with it, but I also think we should tread lightly. You know, it's been so many different times where TikTok, like the United States is trying to get rid of TikTok now because people say that, you know, the Chinese is using uh the information people are putting in the TikTok on you know they're using that information facial recognition all that stuff it's just people are so giving when it comes to just doing stuff because it keeps them in the race right so everybody's doing TikTok because TikTok is the new thing so now the reels are coming out everybody's doing reels because that's the big thing like everybody has to do it and then what do you do You have to sign these terms and agreements and no one reads it so what are you what are you agreeing to what are you giving up you know and now you're doing that with an ai you know i just feel like oh my dog is going nuts sorry but um i just feel like it's it's something that we definitely need to tread lightly with it's it's we have to be careful for sure are you a big conspiracy theorist I'm not. I am not. Believe it you or not. You sound I like one. Because you, you I mentioned know. a,
0: a tinfoil hat a couple times. <laughs> You've mentioned it quite a few times
1: in our past conversations. And you sound like you're paranoid. I'm because not. Because I'm usually, usually I'm not this bad. But something about AI scares the shit out of me. I'm not even going to lie to you. Did something how, happen how, when you were how? a child? Well, let's let's kind of dig di- dig deep and figure <laughs> out what's going
0: on. What makes you tick? What makes you
1: scared of microwaves, Oof, man? What is What is going on with all, you? First of all, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an '80s baby. We didn't have these problems. We didn't even have cell phones. We didn't have like when I I mean I was introduced to the internet when I was like just getting out of what high school. I think you were you were thirty the 50s when the internet in. came around. Don't don't try to play. Don't, <laughs> you're, you're, you're old man. Not sir. <laughs> Let's not talk about age, okay? Flintstone. All right. Let's not talk about it. All right. don't, well don't don't sidestep the question. Are you a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> oh, no. What other conspiracy theories you are
0: you a big age. fan of? No, let, let's not let, don't, don't try to don't try to distract us from the conversation. So are are you a flat earther? No offense no, to those exactly. who believe that the earth is flat, but you don't need to be ashamed of it, man. I'm just not, admit I'm it not. now. Just admit that you believe that the earth is flat or at least a rectangle I'm or something. Not, I don't whatever your I don't, I whatever your your group round. of
1: of I'm I'm listen, if you talk to the people that, like at work we have these conversations because we work you know with technology and stuff like that. So we talk and I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but something about AI just seems like it's quick. Like I just don't I think that it's something that I think we we're being very um unresponsible with a i
2: i get i get that i i get that i just have this may sound defeated this may sound defeated is that better this sounded a little fucked up um this may sound defeated, but i just feel honestly i just feel like there's like unless we're gonna unless we're gonna stand up and do something about a i like like get into how things are how it's put together and regulation and stuff, which I know I'm not going to, I just, I'm not, I feel like we either use it, you know, use it or lose the opportunities of it. And right now I feel like there are opportunities from it. And, uh, but yeah, it, it scares, I, I, I'm with Nolan. It scares me the same way. I just feel like I don't like, there's no way to stop it. it. It's coming no matter what is what I see. So, and not. and not to make you even more scared, Nolan. But what's crazy? I don't know if you guys heard this, but the people from OpenAI, they asked how much they were going to like charge for the services, and mm. they said, "I don't know. We're just waiting. We'll wait, and Chat ChatGPT will tell us. We'll figure out a way with through ChatGPT." So they're going to ask their own software to figure out how to monopolize best on their own software.
1: Yeah, that's I, crazy. I, I think, didn't someone just have a, some a conversation in their group about how to become like? Like, I think, uh, shit, hell, maybe it was me, but there was, uh, I think there was someone in our group that said something about them asking chat GPT about something about business. And it just spit out this whole line of things that you should do to increase your business. Like it just, like I said, it just, it, it takes the thinking out of everything, which I understand your point. Um, Anthony, when you say that, like, for us for business, especially since I'm more of a part-time photographer, I don't have the eight-hour day that I would love to have in photography. So, doing stuff that would help minimize a lot of the work that I have to do when I get off work and start doing the photography stuff, I I understand how that's beneficial. I I do. I, I get it. But I seriously think that, like, again, it's just when we put all of our eggs into that basket, that's the thing that scares me because it's just like, all right, so who's getting all this information and what are they doing with it? Who, who, who owns ChatGPT? Like, is that a U.S. brand? Is that a foreign brand? You know, this information that we're typing into it is more personal. It's you're, you're talking about your business, Anthony. Brett's talking about how to find lotion in this area. You know, it's just (laughs) like, it's... (laughs) So you know, dumb. you're putting personal information and stuff out there and, and who's getting that information and then what are they doing with it? What is the info is already out there, though?
0: There? If you're on yeah. Instagram, if you're on Facebook, Meta, you already signed the terms of service with those other, with any other app that you use, Pinterest, anything. Anything right. that you use on your phone, you've already signed terms of service.
1: Exactly. So and, all and the stuff that is already out there,
0: it's already out there. So it's yeah. not like you're you're giving additional private info. You know, when you're typing, product, you know, stuff into ChatGPT, it's it's taking stuff that's already been out there on the internet. So the fact that it can pull out info about you that just says that it's readily available out there on the internet. But as of now there are safeguards put in place where you can't ask ChatGPT, "Hey, what's the address of this model in this Instagram post?" Because there's, you know, there's there's a leash that's placed on that it will not give out all the information that it that okay. could be, you know, troublesome or illegal, you know. Um you know, I mean it's it's a great question. You know, is it something that could one day uh become self aware? And if you're Nolan, then that's already happened. You know, there are already robots out there walking I'll amongst us, my lizard people. Gun ready, sir. <laughs> I, I never took you as a conspiracy nut.
1: I mean I'm sorry, I'm not a nuts. It's I am I, not it's just this particular thing like all that who killed you it triggers JFK you yeah for some reason it triggers stuff. you cuz oh, I've never seen you so bothered about,
0: about anything yeah, I like, I've talked you. about your old pictures and how bad they were and you took it easy but now you talk about you know a computer Wait program, a a phone app my and it pictures were
1: bad my pictures okay well my pictures started off pretty bad no they were pre- yeah they were pretty bad but still regardless now I'm not now I'm I mean you got to start somewhere so I'm not tripping <laughs> so AI. So no way to do it. You, still have, <laughs> you know what? Fan. I'm not gonna hold back. I'm not gonna hold back because you wouldn't hold back. When you used to take, you know, the, the stone etchings back in your day, I bet your stone etchings don't look half as good as your pictures now that you can actually no, use it. No, that's camera. not even good. That w- that was not your best. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> you've, you've done better. <laughs> it was, that, it that was, was not I, one I of your held best back. I that was not one of the
0: best be i will give props okay. when props to do and that 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 does not apply to you that was, no, that was it, pretty bad
2: brett had an easy one it's he still has like those burns from when the flash used to go <laughs> on the <side> of his... <laughs> 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 okay see that was a little bit better
1: that was Just like that, that was huh? really good actually that Just was like pretty, that
2: that was pretty good <laughs> i'm sorry i had to chime in you guys are having such a good time <laughs> it's funny because it's
1: true (laughs) this podcast is not going very well
2: (laughs) he's like how much can i use for this oh man all
0: right so we have nolan who is a big conspiracy theorist (laughs) so we have that uh we have ants who's going through let me ask you a question so (sighs) as someone who uh you know we make a lot of jokes about about you being old but the reality is that you are so what have you had to deal with uh due to your age in a industry that does require a lot of travel because you're on, it seems like you're on the road a ton. Your travel schedule seems to be always, you know, a lot of places that you're heading to. Uh, I remember, funny story, so for those of you who don't know Anthony, we went to Kauai. Uh, it was a year or two ago. Uh, what, two years ago? And mm-hmm. uh, Anthony, back at the time, he did not have a lot of strobes. I think he had, like, a little speed light and he had, like, a little pop-up, a little, a little flashlight. He had probably, like, a backpack, like a Dora, Dora Explorer back, backpack. And we're hiking through the woods, going to a waterfall and on the way back, well, on the way there, actually, uh, we had to stop every every about uh, seven minutes or so because we needed to regroup to make sure that everybody could catch up because not everybody walked at the same pace. And the person taking you know, the very the, the back of the line, we thought he was making sure that everybody else was getting there at the same pace he was kind of like the the sheep dog you know making sure that all the sheep were together well we thought that it was very generous and kind of him to take the back on the way back we got to the car and he was only halfway through we had to do a, a search and rescue i believe it was was it rob g that had to go back and catch you or was it twan or who was it who we went back to get all of your gear Oh, you know what
2: I can't remember, but I think I did realize something. I don't think I'm gonna use ChatGPT. I'm gonna use <laughs> Brett to tell all these bullshit stories. <laughs> so. the, no, this is a
0: true story. <laughs> that because is you not, couldn't walk. that wasn't even you close. Wasn't even you could close. not walk that, for like two so weeks after
2: Betty. There's so much falsehoods in that, that story. That was factual. The only the only thing that was even close to true was at the end um i was dehydrated at the end so i started to crap up dehydrated on the way back yeah and uh that was it uh but i wasn't even in the back going down there like i don't know who was in the back because i wasn't there
0: i was so. trying to make it sound like you were a hero but apparently no you, did you, not kiss that you were <laughs> no you he were was definitely it up. throwing a
1: lot of shade <laughs> yeah. there's no hero in that one no
0: well the <laughs> point is like how can you how do you maintain uh, in you know when you're amongst so many younger people like myself, how how can you maintain your stamina when you uh, clearly don't have as much energy as, as as young bucks, sir? Um, what do you do? Like ginkgo biloba, or what's what's your your health and and maintenance? So routine? I'm
2: trying. First of all, I'm trying to come back to say something pretty fucked up, but I'm. <laughs> 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 But uh, Uh, but the truth is, yeah, uh, it's not as easy to keep up with with uh, with people who are, you know, a couple years younger than me. Uh, uh, Okay, that wasn't that funny, but um, no, it is. I'll I'll tell you what you you have to you have to be smarter about everything. You know, there's a lot of younger photographers and people in the business who are going to be all testosterone out and they're like i want to carry all my fucking gear and i want to take it everywhere and i want everything i can have out there and i've been doing this long enough to see enough people do that and then 10 years later they're like trying to get rid of all their stuff and shrink everything down so they're not carrying as much and so i mean i just that that comes from experience just one knowing how much to take two ben gay (laughs) (laughs) um tip Uh, i'll be i'll be truthful tip people that can help you take shit somewhere so i mean that's (laughs) that that i have people carry shit for me i mean it just uh, i i don't know you just have to be careful man when you get when you start feeling your age you got to start picking the locations and and what you're bringing and working smarter and i don't think there's a real trick to it you just have to recognize your body
0: uh-huh. have you changed your light like, kit over uh, over the past few years
2: many times to- uh, well i've added to it and then i adjust based on what i plan to shoot for the trip so yeah. in the beginning and i think nolan and i were the same way when we showed up to that uh workshop in san diego we were both carrying i think we ha- we hiked our cars down to the beach from what i, <laughs> I like from
1: what I, 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 I remember like
0: <laughs> oh my nolan gosh. had a big old case i think i still you have
1: know. a big case yeah, that's <laughs> family show, man. Family show. <laughs>
2: uh, oh. yeah, man, that the you, that's I, I gotta tell you, that was that was one of the biggest learning lessons. And and side note, I am having a blast watching the people that I'm coaching learn those lessons that I had to learn. Because yeah. the, those things are painful. So uh and I and I, and I Did know Did you say you that you're there. laughing at
0: people? You're, you're now laughing. <laughs> I know people. you were,
2: I know you were too. <laughs> Don't think you, I'm sitting there. I took a picture. I remember I was before the first San Diego trip and I, I, I lay all my shit out on the crowd and I take a picture and I tagged you in it. I put it on my story and I says, buy lights, buy strobes. Be, it'll be fun. He said, right. <laughs> and I know he's looking at everything I've taken and he's thinking, dumbass, you're going to the beach. <laughs> you know, I, This is how, this is how bad it was. I took sandbags from my
1: car <laughs> with sand oh, Wow. okay I, I, that's pretty bad, that's so... <laughs> pretty bad. i oh.
2: didn't think like i'm going to the beach i can feel them there you know like it, i don't know wow <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> anyways hey but i'll tell ourselves. you what I, i'll tell you what the people who push through that and this isn't me patting myself on the back this is watching anybody who does that like You see the people who it's hard and they say, fuck it. It's not for me. Mm -hmm. And then you see the people who go through that shit and they're like, okay, I just got to get better. I got to figure out how to do this. So sorry. That was a little. One thing that you just,
0: one thing you just said that I kind of want to expand on a little bit more. You said, uh, you know, you don't want to pat yourself on the back. How many times in the last three years do you think that you've truly patted yourself on the back? Oh, that's a good question. I had hmm,
2: I've only had a couple a couple things. I would say showing up to that first workshop, honestly. Um yeah. that was because it was so out of my comfort zone. And that was I mean, just being around people and you know, I'm that heavy introvert and stuff. So getting out of that or getting out there, that was a pat on the back moment. Kauai was a pat on the back moment. You know, I was wanting to back out of that
0: the whole time. Um, and then I forced myself to do it. So. Do you do you naturally want to back out of things because you backed out of Santorini last minute? There
2: were more. There were more. No, I wanted to do Santorini. Uh, there were there were more issues that came into that, but uh, not anymore. I would say in the beginning, I was, I was. Uh, anxiety plays a big part of my life, so I would just yeah. say that 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 causes a lot of fear and doubt and stuff when you lead into things, and so. You know, I think once you recognize that that's what's causing you to have these feelings, which it took me a few trips to get through that. Uh, once you recognize, hey, this is the normal anxiety you know, that you're going through, uh, you just kind of work through it and get out there. So,
0: Well, from this side of the microphone, um, I know you said that there were only a couple of times that you kind of felt uh, it was wor- it was time for you to pat yourself on the back. I've seen many, many, many times. You know how many messages i get from your students i get messages from your students random people and i don't know who's in the group you know until mm-hmm. they message and they say hey uh, Anthony's my uh my mentor and he is amazing that is when i pat myself on the back i'm taking that as a, a me moment because Had it not been for that initial time when you kind of stepped out of your comfort zone to try something new, you got you did something that was totally out of your character, you know, Um, because I don't know if you knew, but back when you first started, you were weird, bro. You were a weird dude. You were not you were not the most open to to. uh, to feedback or to grow. You're very you're you're a pessimist. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And the way that you carried yourself on day one, <laughs> you were you were kind of a, a thorn in my side. I'm not going to lie to you. These are words that you've said that that no, I I know, you know I'm I know. repeating I'm re- repeating your words. I'm not I'm not I would never say those things about somebody. I'm not like Does you. I'm fix. not that mean. But you went from that to someone that has uh, experienced a ton of epiphanies, a ton of uh, ginormous uh, experiences, and leveling up multiple multiple times i guess the point i'm trying to say is is i think that uh it's very common that people do not pat themselves on the back especially creatives because you know we are the most hard on our, ourselves compared to anybody else You know we are going to talk the most shit about ourselves than anybody else could because we you know a lot of us are we're we're perfectionists you know we expect a lot or we're never happy we'll learn something but then we'll learn something even better in a day later so we're not happy with what we shot yesterday you know and it's it's something that it it's something that helps us grow faster, but it's also something that that chops our legs out from underneath us because we always talk so badly about ourselves. But I just want to you know, this is more of a statement than a question. I think you have definitely deserved a lot more pats on the back from yourself because this is almost like uh, self care, you know, that that constant voice in the back of your head that's always talking shit about yourself. After a while, you're going to start believing those things. You're going to believe these negative words and you know, every time you pat yourself off, now there's some people that pat yourself way too much, Nolan. So sometimes people will say too many nice things about themselves, Nolan. So sometimes you gotta, you know, control how much you say, but when you pat yourself off, when you pat your own back, sometimes it gets some of that dust off your shoulders and the dust are all those negative thoughts that just settle. And when they're on you know, your shoulders, this, it's so close to your ears. You know? Yeah. I just pulled that out my butt. That was pretty good. I'm patting myself on the that's back. Really that's,
2: sounds, that was yeah. a, was that pretty good? You know, I, on I gotta I gotta say something about that. I remember um I don't I well I don't know what the actual issue was. Uh but this had to be two years close to two years ago. And I was in I was in my head pretty bad, uh, about a shoot, something like that. And you and I were on a one on one and uh and something had happened I, I i just remember you saying you got 5 minutes like to dwell on it I'm like that's it you get 5 minutes get over it move on mm. and truthfully i kind of feel the same way about the pats on the back like i do notice like hey i accomplished something but i just look at it like now it's time to move on you know it's just another step you know good you did it you accomplished it if you if you if you dwell on that accomplishment too long, you're plateauing you know, and so that that's that's i maybe that's how it feels so I'm trying to balance that a little bit, but uh definitely trying not to beat myself up as much as I used to, but I think that's i think that's part that might be part of of people who Okay, that might be part of the reason why some of us are better than other people. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> say louder. Just, what, what was that <laughs> you just <did> say? <laughs> Look,
2: I, I okay, I will say. I just think the people who pat themselves on the back too much don't. Are, you'll see that oftentimes they're not as good as they think. So. Yeah, they get stuck. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know. Have you noticed that people that love to talk about themselves, their eyes roll to the back of their head like like they're having an orgasm. I've noticed this with a few people that are really super, I think, oh, what's the word? Uh, not egotistical. Um, something Self-absorbed? That, yeah, but uh, narcissists. narcissistic. Narcissistic? Yeah. Like I've met yeah. a few narcissists in my day. And the common denominators, whenever they talk about themselves, like, yeah, yeah, I did this and this and this, I look and their eyes roll. It's so in, it's interesting. I actually Googled it. I was curious and said, do narcissists roll their eyes in the back of their head like and an do orgasm they? and there were articles that said yes because it's something where they get they get enjoyment it, it makes them feel good and it's like a pleasure you know they they legit that's get pleasure crazy talking about themselves yeah it's, it's that's
1: great so that i, I I'm, I'm glad now that i know that because at first i thought you were rolling your eyes at me just because like you didn't like me or something but no, now we know the. Truth. Now we know that you're <laughs> just so full of yourself, <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my name's Red it's it's I'm the greatest person bad. ever. <laughs> oh, you cut! I mean, you need to look back. Up. You need to look at that screen, Nolan. Because <laughs> I can see the screen. I mean, I just I, and it's, it's it's like when when you have that epiphany moment. That's I just had that right now. Like all those times, I think back when Brett was talking about how great of a photography he was, I thought he was being humble, and I actually now I feel like he's just full of himself. So because he was rolling his eyes back a lot. So thanks for that, Brett. I appreciate that the information. That actually added a lot of clarity now for me. <laughs> Brett's all fuck more editing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> wrong button i'm looking for the beat (laughs) oh well that was like 30 minutes ago (laughs) but no i (sighs) i agree with you guys i i currently have that issue like um my i just had a photo shoot last week and i left the photo shoot and i was just like that was horrible I was, I was like, this is the worst fucking horror. Like, it's, I like three years later in my photography career, that's the best I could do. And, and yeah, so it's, it's very hard to pat yourself on the back. And, you know, obviously, like you said, take a day off or something. I don't look at pictures after I shoot now, after a photo shoot. I'll wait until the day after. And what? then the day after I actually, yeah, I don't. After I do a shoot and I come home and I'm done for the day, I don't look at the pictures.
0: Oh, that's craziness, man! How do you do that? I, I can't do
1: that because I, 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 I second guess myself so much. I, I, as soon as I get into it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm picking myself apart. And to prevent me from doing that, I've noticed that if I take the day off, let my mind kind of refresh itself, and then I come back to the pictures, I love them that much more. And before I even start editing them but like after Let, the let's the psychoanalyze season, you man
0: because because we know that you are a conspiracy theorist <laughs> we know that you uh got i've learned a lot about you today your ashy uh-huh. knees so you is it every shoot that you kind of get this anxiety attack where you don't where you start questioning whether or not it's gonna be good or not
1: um i don't think it's an anxiety attack i i mean i don't have the symptoms of it I just don't pat myself on the back I don't think it's, uh, it's what you, what about you, you know it a patting yourself it's, on it's the back is syndrome. not after a shoot
0: patting yourself on the back is is not like a, hey look how awesome I am it's you know when you make a noticeable shift forward in your business one shoot's not going to lead to a shift in your business you know it's when you look back at the end of the year and you say holy shit I, I, I'm two shoots away from a hundred clients this year that's a big pat yourself on the back because you started your first year with seven. You know what I mean? So that's something that you need to acknowledge. Holy shit, I've grown a ton. You know, I've seen some some very noticeable growth. Whereas some people say, damn it, I didn't get to a hundred. And I'm like, I want to shake them I'm like, yeah, you didn't get to a hundred this year, but last year you had how many? You know, you've got to be able to see and acknowledge growth. Patting yourself on the back after one shoot—that that's a bad call. Yeah, you know, that's something that's kind of you know that's well, not what well, the expectation is. Like you is. said,
1: we we know people who have done that, and yeah, and and it's and the thing about it is, it's every shoot, and and like we've had this conversation on our one on ones before about like, you know, what is your value? What is, what do you take your value as? Is it you know the the likes you get on Instagram, or is it the the amount of money you pull at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? So um for me it's just it's I kind of feel like it's like imposter syndrome like everybody tells me my work's good for the most part I feel like my work's good but then I'll go into a photo shoot and then I'll just pick myself apart like when it comes to posing when it comes to lighting when it comes to composition like it's it that's just something general and it's, it's it's every shoot and then like even with videos lately, because videos become a very big thing with reels and stuff like that. I've done I've done videos now that have gone I won't say viral, but they've gotten a lot of views and a lot of lights. And I've actually had the clients come back and say, "Oh my god, like this was great." And then I've had people who've seen those videos hit me up and want to do videos. But like when I edit the video, I just can't. Like I'm just like, oh my god, like I could I could have done so much better. but then I know it's good like I know it's good and I don't know as for for being a creative is that something that propels you to be a better creative because you're always you're not you're not always taking a shot and being like oh I'm the shit you know next photo shoot oh I'm shit like when you come back you're like oh man if I could have just got that edge like just a little bit better so next shoot you're doing that and it's all you're always bettering yourself because you're so critical of yourself let me, so let me ask you this, I don't though. take it as a bad thing. I just, it just, you know, mm, yeah. it's just one of those things.
0: If you take the last 10 shoots you did, right? And if you say that the last 10 photo shoots you had, you experienced the same post-shoot blues, really? You know I mean, because if you don't want to look at your pictures the day after, because you're like, bam, I wish I could have done this. I wish I'd done that. It's, you know, you go through the the self-beating up a little bit, you know? I didn't do as good as I I could have those 10 last shoots. Did they come back and say, Hmm, it's not as good as what you gave somebody else. Or do they come back and say, Oh my God, I love it.
1: Yeah. From the client perspective, like, and like I said, just from client perspective and then other people's perspective on videos and and, in photography, everybody loves it. I've, i think I've, I've only had, um, maybe one or two situations in the past where a client would come back and say, Hey, could we do this with that? And it was more of a personal choice. It wasn't the photo itself. It was just maybe like the, uh, what do you call it? The, not the LUT, the, um, Preset style. Yeah. The preset that I put on it, you know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't, it was the preset that they were, they, they wanted to change it up or maybe a photo that I really loved in color. They liked in black and white those things are fine i don't have a problem with that it's for me it's just it's a personal thing like and i and i don't know like it's not the blues like when i come home i'm just like not down on myself i just feel like uh, i could have did that better like i'm i'm already in my head saying i could have did better and i feel like when i come home with that mindset and then i put it on a on a screen i'm going to stay in that mindset so that's why when i come home i just Put my stuff away. I back up, I do backup stuff, you know, just so I don't lose anything. But then the next day, like that's when I'm like clear mind. and then I open up the picture and I was like, Oh, that's dope. Oh, if I just do this right here, it'll be dope. And then I'll do it and I'll send it to them, and they'll love it and it's cool. It's just a personal thing. I don't know. I mean, just like the the like think about fitness people. Like we see them all the time and they're like super fit, they're super in shape, they're ready to go. And then like as soon as we get to the photo shoot, they're like, Well I really wanted to cancel day cause I'm bloated or I just don't feel good or I'm like horrible. And like, they, they have freaking sick packs. So we're just like, what are you talking about? Like, I just think that whatever industry you're in, whatever, wherever you are, you're just going to be self-critical.
0: Well, here's, here's my answer to that right there. Because when we experience that and we're talking about body, body dysmorphia, a lot of athletes. And I would say that the majority of athletes have body dysmorphia when it comes to the fitness industry. And what we do as creatives is we tell them, hey, you know, a lot of people experience it and I'm here to be the voice to tell you that holy shit, your physique is insane. We are the voice of reason because it's something that is deep, deep, deeply rooted in their, in their heads. Well, I'm telling you, Noland, you have photography dysmorphia. You have something where I think a lot of photographers can relate. A lot of creatives go through the same thing. And what I want to say to whoever listens to this is if you can relate to Noland, if you too get done with the photo shoots and right away you feel like you could have done better and it was not your best, you know, it is understandable. It's something that is natural. It's something that, that happens. It's very, very common, but I would challenge you to work on changing your mindset just a little bit. It's imperative that you change your mindset. Just because it is what it is does not mean that that's how it's supposed to be. You've got to actively make changes, actively take steps to address these things because it's not something that is healthy. I'm legit saying it is not a healthy thing to get to be okay with getting home and instantly acknowledging, well, I always go through this, so I'm just going to put it away just so I don't have to face, you know, because you said the next day when you look, they're amazing. You look the, the client says, Oh my God, these are great. So what you do is amazing. And I'm not trying to get you to pat yourself on the back the day of, but it's mindset when you download those images, when you back up, when you look and when you have that initial, like, Oh, I wish I would've done this then fine. But then say, I wish I would have moved that light a little bit more to the right and then keep that in the back of your head. Remember it not as a bad thing, but as a good thing. And then the next shoot you have move the light a little bit to the right. So that way, that one thing cannot be held against you again. And if there's nothing that you need to tweak other than how you perceive yourself, you've got to start. You have to start loving yourself, Nolan. I'm telling you, (laughs) you have to start loving yourself. It's not your fault. I do. It's not your fault. I
1: don't think it is a bad thing, and I don't think it's like a whatever thing. I just think that I think it's a motivator for me. Honestly, that's not how you sounded when you first said
0: it, though. When you but said I, it at just, first, it sounded kind of a little bit emo. It wasn't, and did you take it, it as emo, or do you take it as he was like, you know, it just just one of those things?
1: I'm just saying, yeah. like I'm used to it. It is one of those things, but I'm like, like see, oh, now I like,
0: called you out. So now you're trying to pretend that you were not as bad as what you not sound not like bad before. Bad Anthony just, was listening, but he's going to take your side play back, because play back this is what tape. he does. Play back the tape
2: no i you were a little emo on that one that's a little it that's the way it came across it it was it was just a little bit like i don't want to look at it because i'm going to be in my head a little bit about that that's the way it came across Well, that's that's
1: not an emo thing that's just like that's that's, total emo that is not emo that is total emo i'm not here i'm not here i bet
0: you 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 upload and then you turn on enya and then you go into the bathroom and just like (laughs) listen to sail away say though i bet you do don't um, that's all right we won't talk what about is,
1: it okay first of all first of all definitely not in my class is that music what is it right now <laughs> i don't i have no idea what you're talking about what is it in <laughs> i mean obviously you two know it because i don't i don't like that's why i don't, I don't even get the joke because i don't even know what that is is it music Oh, it was, uh, you've got to play this. <laughs> you've got to
2: figure out a way to in in put this into this. Oh video yeah, right. it's gonna
1: be in the reels. <laughs>
2: yeah, it'll be in the reels.
1: Is it a video or is it is it a video or yeah, it's a video. Music? Yeah,
0: let's get back to you being emo. Uh, here
1: we go.
0: First of uh, all, this, this is not this here, is not just for this you. This guy down this here is...
1: can't talk. I'm snitching. I'm call. I'm snitching. I'm snitching on this guy. Hopefully, he's on the same screen.
2: I, I'm assuming I'm on the bottom here. Yeah, you're, you're on. on the bottom. Okay. You're always I'm on the bottom.
1: I'm talking. Because my man has called me a couple times about an awesome photograph that he thought was horrible. So it's not just me. He may react differently to me because, like you, since you want to say I'm emo, like I maybe like I go through that my little program. But I think it's a normal thing. I think everybody does it. Nobody can be as awesome and pat themselves on the back as a Brett Seeley. Like you fall asleep doing your photo shoots because you're that into yourself.
0: That that was that
1: was he's not falling asleep he's passing too. it out because
2: because his knees are working.
0: well <laughs> he's not
1: standing up because he's so old he sits <laughs> oh, down. When is the last time that you've ever actually seen Brett stand up doing a photo shoot?
0: You see, oh, so if you're here listening to this show, see what I'm trying to do <laughs> is I'm trying to, to give him, a little bit of like knowledge to, say, like, to try to increase the positive vibes because photography is sacred, man. Photography is sacred. I will say that, and for me. I will take the old jokes, and I will take them, although they are not true, because I'm young. But I will take them because I care more about my friends than trying to make people laugh you have at somebody no else's friends. expense. You, you I you I love no friends. the fact that my friends are amazing, and I would hate to have them experience something where where it was <laughs> it was possibly perceived as, as someone you know dropping shade. I don't know if that's the right lingo. Uh, someone uh, is it dropping shade? That's, that's or, the tossing, yeah, or throwing tossing shade, shade, throwing shade, yeah. throwing you shade, throwing shade. I don't like to throw shade. I don't that's like to throw shade, because uh, you know I I prefer to to hug. You know, I like to hug it out. You're that's so it. Because I'm, I'm okay. a fan. You're you of, you heard him so
2: say it. So bullshit. the next time we see him, we're gonna hug the he's shit not, out. He's, <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> offer That's called strangling. We're
1: not. I like to hug, not strangle He's to post this part. He's not gonna post this. He he won't, because then he then he's gonna have to hold himself to this if he posts that part. Oh yeah. So mind you, shared. now remember everybody who's listening to this, he said he has friends, which he's told me outside into another cast that he doesn't have friends. No, the way you say it makes it sound bad. No,
0: I say that I don't like people. You, you, you make don't it don't sound like friends. I'm complaining not having friends. Like I don't no, no, have no. friends. <laughs> I didn't say you
1: didn't have friends. Like
2: not having friends is a bad thing.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I <laughs> No, he said no, 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 no. So so Brett, are are you telling me that Anthony's your friend? Was that? Why are you putting our relationship on the on the the? No, no, no. I'm just wanting. I
0: just want him to clarify. Are you saying Anthony's your friend? No. Here, here's how I define friends. Oh. a friend. <laughs> there are was, there are colleagues. Really yes or no answer. There are co- no. You can't do a yes or no. There are colleagues, and then I think your closest circle, whoever is in your closest circle, who you call friends. That's someone that at four a.m. in the morning, if you were to call and say, "Hey, I got arrested. Will you bail me out of jail?" A friend is someone that will answer the phone.
2: I'd answer the phone for no, you. No, you're like a real You probably, would not be waking not. up at four o'clock in the morning if you called me at four o'clock in the morning. I figure something's wrong. Uh, that's just the truth that's it but that's what friends do. but in fairness two years ago i've been like why the fuck is he calling me at four o'clock in the morning
1: (laughs) so therefore
2: (laughs) so he's all
1: right he just answered your question anthony i won't answer your call because i have my phone i just do not disturb so no one unless their immediate family can get through so so
0: no like if i called and left a message on your voicemail and so you woke up early and i said bro i'm
1: in jail Mm -hmm. help me help me I will I'll call your wife or I'll well I don't have like I don't have your <laughs> wife's phone number but I'll like Instagram her and be like hey something Yeah going but right. see that's that's not that's I don't true. know
2: is that it do you should ask why before you call his wife I'm just saying, they, like, you know, why that's is true. he in jail? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Don't
1: tell him where he got caught or who he got caught. No, yeah, that's true. That's touche, sir. Uh, I mean, I would ask and see, like, I would want to know what happened, like, if you're okay. But if you did something stupid, like, out of DUI, like, that's not my problem. Like, I'm going to bail you out of, no, fuck you. See, All like, right. a friend would bail that's you out no of what? A friend no, would bail you out what? no, I have friends that I grew up with that be like, yeah, no, good night. I'll, I'll talk to you when you get out. It depends on the fuck up, I guess I would say. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. own mother used to tell me when I was young, like, if I get arrested, she's not going to get me out. So, like, you think I'm going to do that for a friend? Like, that's, that's how I was raised. Like, I knew if I was going to jail, I'm going to stay there. So That's how
0: I was
2: raised, too. That's
1: a yeah. bad example. I feel like that, but that's probably stood-
2: why all three of us are pushing to do something because of, <laughs> our moms are like, I'm not doing it for you. So, no. Right.
0: <laughs> so so well, let answer me ask this question, uh, yeah. since stop, we, stop, we've, uh, tip we've established the fact that no one's emo.
1: Um, let's, and Brett is, has no friends because he has not answered the question yet.
0: No, I'm trying to get back on track here.
1: So try you, to, just try answer to,
0: the question and we can get back on track. All right. So the question is this Is there a, a secret sauce? Is there a secret ingredient? If you. If you could only have one thing that you're really, really good at. And so if you wanna say you wanna know everything about your camera, but we're gonna kinda go back to photography a little bit. Is there a secret ingredient? Is there one thing that you would uh, allow everything else to drop off, just if you could be great at one thing to be a successful creative in this space? Is there a secret ingredient? Ant's shaking his head, what do you think?
2: Uh, well, if it's success, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the camera. I think it has everything to do with me interacting with that client Uh, because I can give the, I can give someone a mediocre image, but if I make them feel like a million bucks, I'm the one they're coming back to. So, Mm. so I wish, I guess I would say if there was one, if there was one secret ingredient that I would be the best at making clients feel comfortable and wanting to work with me. Mm.
1: no one's shaking his head. Uh, I think I agree with Anthony. I think that's an open question. I mean, <clears throat> for me personally, I think the best formula was to have a better business mindset. I I, I lost a lot of money starting off because I wasn't very business savvy. A lot of made a made a lot of bad decisions. So I think that to be a better photographer, when it comes to Just going out and taking pictures, then there's, I mean, yeah, you could say camera, you could say experience. But for a business perspective as a photographer, I wish I had a better business sense about myself when I first started off. I think I would have definitely made a lot of better decisions on equipment, trades, um, how to, you know, handle clients and, and deals and all that other stuff like that, so... That was a big thing because there was plenty of times I called you where like, you know, I felt like I got screwed over because my business sense wasn't there. So Mm. um, I think definitely if you're going to get into the photography business, the business of photography, um, you definitely need to have some sort of business sense. And once you get that taken care of, a lot more stuff. I mean, that that's in our mentorship. A lot of cl- people have we've had recently had comments where people try to take advantage of a photographer because of of past business relationship that they thought they had based off of a trade or based off or something like that. So I uh, definitely think if you're going to go into the business of photographer, you should understand business. So
0: business more so than skill with your camera.
1: Skill's going to come. As a creative, I think skill will come. Um, I mean, we all started from a a down place and then then we progressed as photographers in the skill. But I think when it comes to business side of it, I think that's, for me, I would say that was probably more important because I think that um, from my past experiences, I think that's where I slacked off a lot on. Um, You know, we always get better with photography and that's just with the reps and the practice and you know uh, the workshops the mentorships whatever you're doing to progress as a creative you're going to get better I've rarely seen someone who's gone out and practiced practice practice and get worse Mm. Um, but when it comes to the business side of things like equipment like when you go on to youtube and this guy says hey i have these you know i'm not going to say their name but i have these cam uh these lights you should get them because they're awesome and then you buy them and then you know now three camera sets later i'm finally happy <laughs> brett
2: um i gotta i i think i'll chime in on that one <clears throat> business sense that's that's uh that's huge i think most people become photographers because because of the creative part of it because of the art we're we're attracted to most you're attracted to photography and then you find out you can make a little bit of money doing it so you think you could turn around and just take pictures and make money the two the art and business are two different things art is a tool you use to make business and make money And so you have to have two different mindsets, you know. One when you're being the creative, and one when you're running your business. That's a that's a difficult thing for for people to make that transition or balance, I should say.
0: Yeah. You think a large percentage get into it because of the art? I think. Well, Well, what percentage? Yeah. What what percentage
2: Uh, would you say? I would say it's the vast majority. I would think. Oh. I mean, a lot of people. Sixty, seventy percent. I'm are. guessing. Cause yeah, because how many people thing. say, "I I take good pictures. I could do that." Like that's I've heard that. Uh, we've all heard that. How many times? Um, and then you've got the creepers, and you've got other people out there that do it for other reasons. But I think I think the majority of it get into it for the art of it. They think it's fun. They think they could do it. They think they can take pictures of their kids and things like that.
0: Um,
1: have you guys ever done meetups
0: or gone to like group shoots with you know?
1: hobbyists Uh, there's a lot of them here in San Diego that I've seen Um, I was actually tempted to go to one one time mainly just because I wanted to find some of the hidden gems in San Diego um, to shoot but I never really made it to them but there are a lot of them I know there are a lot of photography groups out here that do like meetups and stuff
2: I have and it's depressing (laughs) <laughs> what? So, Why is that depressing? It's uh well no, one of the people I'm coaching, uh, she throws some of those, so she hosts some of those meetups. Uh and so she actually does an okay job. She's she's trying to make money doing that. Um but the people that show up, mm-hmm. the models and the photographers, <laughs> um it, it just it it's you almost feel like <clears throat> I don't know if I should say this because we're recording, man. Um, you just feel like, what the fuck are you doing with a camera? You know, like, why are you doing this shit? Like, why are you here? You know, why? There's no, there's no direction. There's no. You just feel like you're wasting your fucking time, and you're wasting other people's time doing this too. I get it if it's a hobby and you're really doing something fun, but a lot of times those hobby people are just a lot of creepers, in my opinion. So, and maybe I'm jaded and bitter and old, but that's what I've seen. I would Sounds say 80% like
0: of people with a camera, 80% of male photographers, uh, they're in it because they they just want to see girls in lingerie, you know, and that's that's a huge number, and I know that that's probably going to offend a lot of people, but based in in my time in this industry, what I've seen is a large, a vast majority of people, because I I used to host, you know, a few shoots, and uh, there's a certain point. My 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 stance is this: if you're going to do something, do it well. And if you're not good today, be better tomorrow and then keep working until you're better and better and better. And if you are, if you are good with where you're at and that's as far as you want to go is I'm not saying that's as far as you can go, that's as far as you want to go and you are content and you have plateaued and it's a self plateau, self plateauing. A lot of times people self plateau because they're at the point where they can have models that are okay shooting in lingerie and they, they don't want to do anything with it other than to be around people in their underwear. That's what I have a humongous problem with because photography it's one of those it's one of those things where anybody can call themselves a photographer. There's, there's no, a degree doesn't make you a photographer. There's no certification. There's no license. There's nothing that, that can make you a photographer or can make someone say you're not a photographer all I had to do is say, I'm a photographer. Okay. You are. No, I mean, there's no, you know, prove it. You, what do you mean?
2: Don't even need a pro camera anymore with the way things are now. Like I'm a, I'm a photographer is what a lot of people
0: say. And so it's, I mean, there's a large amount of people. And so I'm, I'm concerned for the industry a little bit because especially with the onset of, you know, better phones, better technology, uh, with apps, You know, AI apps, Canva, stuff like that. I mean, so many things can make a mediocre image look better right away. Um, And it's, I'm I'm concerned because it doesn't take much to impress someone who is not used to the industry, like a new one, uh, a model hopeful, you know. Um, And there's a lot of people that get, uh, I I swear, the the amount of stories of, of people having horrendous experiences, you know, going through harassment you know being put in really awkward positions where they don't know what to do eighteen years old and you're with someone that could is older than your dad with the camera you know what i mean yeah it's it's too widely um it, it's out there way way too much and we're We've still in a thing. culture where it's it's not it's it's not safe to speak out about it or that's what the perception is you know you're we? not able to 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 talk about it. Too many nah, people I keep think it that's inside. wrong.
1: I think definitely now is the, definitely now is a great time for. No, it's a great time to do to it, get, of
0: course, but still, no, people are still not for, empowered to say something about it.
1: No, I mean, it's a great time. That's why I'm thinking like now is the best time for people to, because like, especially after the Me Too movement, um, especially after a lot of the other movements that's been going on and stuff like that, I feel like women, generally women, I mean, you obviously, rarely ever hear about men having these problems but i feel like women speak up so much more now because now we're hearing about these long running photographers and people who have been in the industry for a long time who've done this and not and gotten away with it but now people are speaking up more because now we have everybody has a as they say a platform you know, back then, not so much, but now the platform has grown so much that, like, when someone has a bad shoot, like, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> like, yeah. you'll see people post, like, do not go. I mean, you know, we recently, I don't know if we, I guess we could say it. it's not a bad thing, but re- recently we've, I, I found out that there's a do not shoot list going out or around. So it's out there where people are saying, like, this guy's a creeper, don't shoot with him. His work is dope. We don't care. He's a creeper. Like it's now, I feel like people are speaking up so much more now than they did in the past. Because they've that all have platforms back when I first started.
2: I, 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 I got to chime in though. I want to make a do not shoot with for models list. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, I, I think they deserve it just as much. I mean, they, they take advantage of people just as much. I mean, so. we do. I mean, we've,
1: in our group, we've, had conversations about... I'll create a page. Certain... uh, (laughs) I mean, we've had conversations about certain interactions we've had, you know, but... You know, I mean, people have to make that choice whether they're going to shoot or that person or not. So for those of you guys out there who are models, if you see something, say something. That's the thing. Like, don't be afraid because there are a lot of creepy photographers that we need to get out of the industry because that's just... It hurts good photographers who actually really want to go and create awesome photos and produce great content for you. And um, unfortunately, I think this is is I don't know Brett. You you've been in the industry for about sixty decades. So like, um, is is this this is still a, is it a male dominated industry photography for the most part? Oh, I think
0: I'm waiting for your next insult because you normally go in threes. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for the next one.
1: I like to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, a male it's, still, industry, it's still male right? dominated.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. like you just look within fitness. I mean, there's a handful of female fitness photographers. Um, there's a lot of people that are on the rise, but you know, it, if you look at who are the, the big players in the industry, it's, 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 I'm not saying this is a good thing, but it's still predominantly male. Um, it's something that I think definitely needs to change. And, and you know, the good thing is there are a lot of people on the rise, you know. Flex and Photo, Nick, she's mm-hmm. on the rise. She's crushing it, you know. For those of you who have not seen her work, uh, she's one of the hardest working people that, that she's obsessed with photography. She's pumping out amazing stuff. Um, you have Grace. Very who, When Grace first started with the group, I mean, she was 15, you know. And so now she's... I think she just got her driver's license, which is kind of nuts if you think about it. But she's been pumping out some amazing stuff. She's another uh, South uh, San Diego uh, creative. So Nick's over on the East Coast. Grace is over on the West Coast. Um, there's, But there's still definitely a shortage. I mean, the the industry needs a lot more.
1: Uh, yeah. So hopefully, what about hopefully you, things uh, will change. Uh, Anthony, because I, I feel like I see more... I feel like I see more women in the boudoir space. Absolutely, uh, at least that's that's what I
2: see in my area. That's what I see is it's a lot more female dominated, and and it is it is I don't want to say an obstacle. Like maybe it could be an opportunity, but but it's a challenge for males, you know, because in that type of a that type of a setting, you know, a lot of females are more comfortable with with other females, so you have to at least what I've had to do is I've had to put myself out there so they know who I am. And then my work just has to be better. I mean, I, I hate saying everything's, you know, we just talked about how it's not all about the image, but you know, on an even playing field, you have to do as many things as you can to stand out. And you know, I'm not going to cut my chunk off, so uh, I got to have better images. So
0: That's awkward Good stuff awkward moment right there because well, as there. you said you were going to cut it off only started grabbing onto the microphone and yeah really uncomfortable so, i'm sorry there's a little awkward pause i just you know that's the thing about doing these video podcasts it, it gets really uh you, you see things that i don't think we're meant it wasn't to awkward saying, so. until you you did that and, uh, that's, yeah I, that's I, what I thought it was kind of funny that one, that's, well you remember like three years ago when you wore a skirt nolan i mean so there have been interesting moments it was a kilt it was a kilt
2: i i i never saw this what's do we still have any footage from this there's no footage is there a photo no 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 no. i was at
1: home there was no video i was at home and we were doing a, a a zoom call and it was brett and ty and if funny enough my cousin is is really into like I don't want to say awkward stuff, but he's just like he he. Uh, what are you the? He's older than me, um, but he's into the. He was doing was it is it hippie? Is it the guys that used to curl their, their mustaches and stuff
2: like the bartenders that that kind of a
1: that, look that, that kind of look? I'm, yeah, he mm-hmm. he's into that kind of stuff, like a little bit more. I guess off brand stuff, eccentric, eccentric. That's the word. That sounds a lot less offensive than off-brand but <laughs> he's very eccentric and he found like this company that does like this leather stuff and 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 they and they they make these kilts for like uh like people wear them a lot of people mm. wear these kilts and they're it's great quality and i had just got it and i was like hey this is what my cousin got me and i'm wearing it and it feels actually pretty good pretty was, freeing yeah
2: I haven't worn it. So yet. this was on a Zoom? Was the Zoom recorded? No. I, I'm I trying to not. find out if there's... I'm thinking no. there's a some footage knowing, somewhere. Knowing Brett, if it was... It's on, it was it's recorded, on that,
0: it that website been. that shall oh. remain nameless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it if it was recorded, it would have been put out already. I know, oh, it's, I out, know there. it's okay. out there. It's out there. I haven't Multiple seen
0: Multiple revenue so. streams, my friend. Multiple revenue <laughs> streams. <laughs> but the stream is not flowing for some reason. You are just not in demand. <sighs> yeah. No, oh talking about like some of these different topics. Um, do you think that it is because we do have a platform, you know, um, uh, there are certain topics that, that we do talk about. There are certain topics that we do kind of take a stand on. We step on our soapbox and we, we try to stand on behalf of those who are maybe being abused or, or not put in the best situations. But there are certain topics now that were not topics, uh, 10 years ago. You know, there's a lot of things that, that now, you know, uh, the, the world has changed. The world has changed a ton. Uh, do you think that as business owners or as just creatives who have built a platform, do you think that is our place, our responsibility or our business to have a comment that is publicly, publicly shared about certain hot topics? Hot topic, uh, a, to- a topic like the trans movement. Or the, uh, he, she, uh, what the, the, what, what do you call it? The pronouns. Mm. Is that something that you think you as a creative with a platform who people, you know, some people look up to, uh, because you are, uh, rise, you're rising stars in this industry. Should you be vocal about your personal opinion on certain topics? Mind if I take this one first? No, you're the only one I'm asking because I don't care what no one says. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you two are on one today. Um,
2: I one I think it's brand specific. I think that's a that's a choice that each brand has to make. Me personally, Nolan knows this because he's on my he's he follows my personal page. I'm very opinionated, but I keep that off of my business page. Um, I think if you're in a position that you can offend people and have enough people dislike you and still pay your bills and still live the way you want to, then do whatever you want. But if you're trying to build your business, I think the more people that you offend and put off,
0: you're doing yourself a disservice. But on your personal page, you're very vocal about your opinions. Very, (laughs) very vocal. And is your, does your personal (laughs) page link over to your business page? No. Mm -mm. same name Mm -mm. my no my my
2: personal page is my is my release my frustration release is what it is it's all the bullshit that I see going on kind of in life and I can kind of vent on my personal page and the people that are on that personal page are people that I assume are going to know going to know me and either know I'm venting or know where it's coming from And if they don't know that, then they don't need to be on that personal page. And the reason I say that is because the people on your business page, they don't know you that personally. So I don't think you give them an opportunity to base their decision on such small subject matters. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't at all. I don't. I don't at all. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he, yeah, I, I you
1: know, I had uh a lot of people hit me up about like the BLM movement that was going on um especially during um the whole George Floyd thing. George Floyd. And and for me, I've been a very strong believer in if you really want to change or if you really want to have a conversation, you should have it in person. Um I know during the election there was a lot of political stuff like that was just flowing. <laughs> it was it was very depressing to look at my Instagram and Facebook because of all that stuff that was going out. To each his own. If you feel like you want to do that, that's fine, but for me it's just like, all right, if I put my feelings out there, what honestly, honestly, what kind of conver- what kind of conversation can we have on Instagram? You know. So, I'll say something that you're opposed to and then you'll call me out and then what we're going to have this little comment war on Instagram where, and I've seen people go back and forth with people on Instagram and then obviously, you know, people delete certain messages or certain stuff. I just, I don't, I don't think there's a place for it in business. um, Honestly, I just think that your personal and, and there's people that I've literally shot that I've been on their page and they are completely completely away from my way of thinking but it's business like we're not mm-hmm. going to sit I'm not going to go to a photo shoot and have a political conversation with you like that's just not what I'm there for you know what I'm saying um even on my personal page like I don't have um I don't have um any political stuff
2: I don't think I've ever seen you post anything even controversial on your per- personal
1: page cuz I rather so. um, and, and we've had conversations in person um, mm-hmm. when we've gone to shoots and or or not shoots but when we've kind of had our downtime from a shoot or something like that like I'll talk in person I'll yeah. talk to anybody I don't care what side of defense you're on when it comes to any topic like if it's a I used to love debate when I was in school Um, but I feel like those kind of conversations in order to actually have a legit legitimate conversation with someone it needs to be in person because then people start throwing out you know people just don't research these days it's just it's amazing <laughs> how much people regurgitate stuff and they don't actually research it you know and 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 how do you combat that you know what i'm saying so i just stay away from it and if you want to have that conversation then we'll have that conversation but we're going to do it in person because then you can't run
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i will i will say this though i think that people i think that there is a There's a way to do it in your social media if you're trying to – how do I say this? Controversial topics cause conversations. Mm. And if you're talking about your social media, comments help your social media. And so – but me personally, that's just not something – one, I don't think it's – one, I don't think that those subjects are anybody's business other than people that you allow into your life. That's just how I feel. Right. And so, with when it's your business, I just think you're. It's I. I don't think there's enough people out there that are talented enough to do this through their brand and be successful. Most people would be like me, do it through their brand and destroy their brand. So that's that's my take. Yeah,
1: I know those uh, newer creatives out there for like engagement and stuff like that which is fine i just think it's a slippery slope because then you know unfortunately like you can you can pose a question you can pose a question for for the engagement um to get the engagement but it could also potentially turn around some potential business clients or people who are like oh well I didn't know you felt like that way. Well, I don't feel like that way. I was just asking a question. I just, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a slippery slope. So I, I just like, I'm like you, um, I'm not against people doing it for engagement. That's fine. That's just not how I make my, that's just not how I'm yeah. to to do it. So.
0: You know what I miss? Um, I'm, uh, I miss the days where Nolan would, you would write some really well thought out captions. Because my opinion is this, you know, if you have personal opinions, everybody has an opinion on every single thing. And so it's a given that anyone that you talk to is going to have an opinion. And the majority of those people are not going to be swayed by their opinions. So however you feel is how you're going to feel unless something happens directly to you, which causes you to reevaluate how you feel about that topic. And, you know, I've seen people change their stances usually after something happens. You know, so change is possible, but probably not because of a Facebook conversation. So because of that, you know, I've told people in the past, you know, the thing that makes creatives different. There are consumers of content and there are creators of content. And when you are in a position of creating content, you know, your opinion on stuff doesn't have a place in the conversation. Because then you're assuming that your opinion, you know, means more than other people's. And the, the reality is that your, your, your stance has some, uh, s- some potential sway on, on what other people do because you are in a position of authority or you're in a, pus- a position of um, influence, you know, because you're constantly posting content as creators what I would like to see and this is you know more for the the newer creative out there if you're listening to this I would like to see a reduction in your personal opinions about hot topics on your business page and I like to see a merging of both you know I don't like the whole idea of having a private personal page and then a business page if you can merge the two because there's a, a saying in sales people give money to those they know like and trust and you guys have heard me say that a million times over the last few years so a business page is a great strategy to share who you are a little bit, but not based on the hot topics, based on things that you know are going to lead to positive things. Be a thought leader. You know, talk about things that can make the world better. You know, try to be a way to get people to forget about the bickering on Facebook, because it's going to happen no matter what. There's always debates, CNN versus Fox. There's always going to have that every single day. So when you have that ocean of of you know animosity we have an environment of of two sides of the fence you know instead talk about how motivated you were by this client or how you were inspired to create something new or or a shout out to reach out about a new upcoming artist you know put some positivity into the world on your business page where you're sharing more insight into who you are you know and then people know on a personal level, what makes you tick? So that's one thing that I would recommend for, you know, again, because this podcast is not just for us to shoot the shit and for Nolan to talk bad about me. This podcast is designed to hopefully give some insight to those who are trying to find their way. You know, those who are trying to find their voice in this industry, because we need more people that have good character because there's a lot of people that do not have good character in the industry. Um, And I think it's, you know, as the old timers, as with you guys, because you guys are the OGs in this industry you know it's really about that time to start sharing some of the the best business practices and and mentality shifts that have resulted in you know in your success i think it's you know it's y'all's hour your the old folks your responsibility to to kind of pay it forward and pass it on so that way somebody who is trying to find their place in this in this industry can uh, have a little bit more of a firm footstep so they can get I'm trying to make this sound good because I'm trying to have like a talking point. <laughs> all I see is Nolan's blank face, which is uh, super supportive. All right, you need to have better friends. <laughs> and that's why I would not call First Nolan you if he ever were. <laughs> First yeah. found, found friends. Uh-oh, oh, Anthony's camera just died. Yeah. I think that's a sign. Uh, once his camera comes back on. Hey, you need one of those uh, dummy batteries. Oh, and now it, it's no, color is way it off.
1: <sighs> it says kitty oh, cat. Geez. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, I will say, hey, it's been a pleasure, fellas. It's been fun kind of shooting the shit with you guys. Um, I'd say, you know, what I hope for this season, uh, this is one of our, this is our first podcast with all three of us on at the same time, yeah? Yeah. Oh, we need some music to go along with Yes, this. it is.
1: Oops, you should let wrong. me play my music. Sounds better. It's more hip hop-ish.
0: Not that one. Alright, so that is season one, episode one of the uh, the w- what's the name of our podcast? Do we have one? I don't think we have a name yet. We don't no, we don't
2: have a name. We no. gotta think of
0: a good one. Uh, Two Baldies, One Hairy. Take that, bitches. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to recover from that one. There we go. And on this first season, episode one of the two nut And, the uh, bullshit, oh that makes me the not use that. Let's not do that. <laughs> I'm going to laugh every
2: time you say that. There's no way we you use that. Yeah, uh, this is...
0: Yeah. Well, we need (laughs) help coming up with a name for our podcast because we, um, we haven't put a lot of thought into that. Uh, what I, what I hope for this season, what I hope, uh, for the viewers, what they get is they get uh, a little bit of some insight into what goes on in the heads of people that think about creativity nonstop. It is an amazing industry to be a part of. Uh, this is, uh, something that you can make a lot of money in. If it's something that is important to you, uh, you can also meet a lot of amazing, amazing people. I've been very fortunate to have met a lot of great people. And so, uh, I'm, I'm super thankful for, uh, for yeah, the opportunity to be here to chat with these, I was going to say something really bad, but I'm going to say these two fine gents, I'll say that any hopes from you guys for, uh, for season one
1: of this little podcast. I hope that Brett does a better job. To be honest with you, that's pretty much all I can hope for. Um, that was a deep
0: sigh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, did you hear it? That was a deep sigh.
1: Uh,
0: After I, uh, all that I just said, I just said a lot of great things, nice things. And I don't say a lot of nice things about people. That was that was pretty good, I would say. No? Yeah. I mean, this is my Maybe? character,
1: and I'm the bad guy. So that's pretty much all I have to say is I hope that you do a lot better than you, you did before. You rolled with that one today, too, no. <laughs> Oh, this is this. Is, <laughs> this is every podcast. This is every podcast. I'm I'm going to be the villain. That is, it's what it is. But you know, he can play the victim, and then when we take the recording off, and then we start actually talking, and he's going to be super mean to me. So it is what it is. That, that I'll do happen. it. I'll be the mean guy I, in public. Look, I'm still waiting to see the video bag.
2: from the kilt. It's I know the video from that kilt It's coming. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> i think this is a good one man i won't lie i think it was good it was a great start episode one yeah this will be good good people good talk let's come up with some better ones in the future (laughs) do
1: better yeah exactly what i said i hope does better like he he was the one running the show today so
0: all right everybody on that note it has been it has been i can't say it's been a pleasure i can just say it is it has been uh, join us. We're going to try to get together uh, a couple times a month, and hopefully uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll have some interesting things to share. If you have any questions for us, if you'd like to have us talk about anything in particular, or if you'd even like to be a guest on the show, please send us a message. You can follow us at the Instagram links are listed down in the show description. Uh, if you have not done so already, please give a follow to these amazing creatives as much as we talk shit uh, I do have to say that they are some of my favorite creators in the industry and so you would be uh, severely missing out if you did not give them a follow